Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today, I'm really excited to be doing a cosmic brew with you. It's all about how to embrace our feminine energy. Even if you are a guy listening today though, I urge you to definitely listen on. Even though we're talking about feminine energy, it's really non-gender specific. We all have feminine and masculine energy within us. We all have a little bit of yin and yang. And in fact, we tend to actually live in a world that is very masculine dominant. So working with your feminine energy can actually be a really good practice to just add into your day-to-day routine. You can change out anytime I say feminine energy in today's podcast with just, you know, your more receiving energy or your yin energy. So without further ado, I'm gonna leave you guys with the quote and then we'll jump into today's chat. So today's quote comes in from Glennon Doyle, the author of Untamed. I would highly recommend picking up this book when you get a chance, it's amazing. The quote itself is, perhaps imagination is not where we go to escape reality, but where we go to remember it. What's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk today. 
We are doing a cosmic brew. I'm really excited about today's video. I've seen a couple requests about this video come in over the last, like, I want to say six, seven months. And it's pretty much just the entire idea of how to embrace our feminine energy. Now, I feel like I've been doing this journey myself over the last few years, 2019, 2020 in particular, though, I have been really working with my feminine energy, really embracing my feminine energy, trying to tap a little bit out of my masculine energy in order to do a lot of healing work with my feminine energy because so there's actually four different types of energy that we can work with in our bodies. And it's the idea that we can have overactive feminine energy, underactive feminine energy, overactive masculine energy, and underactive masculine energy. And I would say that my default, which we all tend to have a default, my default tends to have overactive masculine energy and underactive feminine energy, which just means that I tend to be a lot more, or I used to be a lot more of a kind of like productive person and just constantly trying to be in my head and escape my feelings and escape downtime and my being and really just constantly be doing. And so this year in particular, I have really taken a big step into the idea of being more than just doing or just being in general without needing to do all the time. And it's given me a lot of insight on working with my feminine energy. And I just want to talk about some of the things that I've learned, some of the experiences that I've had. I'm just a student with this. So of course, share your guys' experience as well so that we can all, you know, continue to help each other evolve. But yeah, let's dive into some of the fun ways that we can start working with our feminine energy. I do want to begin by saying that feminine energy isn't gender based. Actually, every single person on this planet has both masculine and feminine energy. And even calling it masculine and feminine energy is kind of just a label, but really it's just two different types. I mean, everything in life, it has a sense of duality to it. We have light, we have darkness, we have day, we have night, we have winter, we have summer, and we have yin and yang. And all of that actually kind of falls into the same type of symbolism as femininism, as feminine energy and masculine energy. So it's really fun when you start to research these types of things, and then you start to notice these types of things and the duality in most things in our life. But it also gives you a chance to kind of play your own life chemistry and start working with your own energy. And I think that especially if you have underactive or suppressed feminine energy, which is very, very common, especially in today's world, but I feel like we're starting to break that suppression of feminine energy. Uh, the more you do that, the more you work with your feminine energy, the more that you can start, like I said, playing with life's chemistry, playing with your energy and finding out where that balance is for you. And it's also just fun. I'll first begin by discussing the differences between masculine and feminine energy, just to give you guys a better idea of what we're talking about and working with today. So masculine energy is seen as the more dominant energy. If you really start getting into, I guess, a lot of the spiritual world, I don't even really want to call it that, but it, if you start looking at the whole world through this perspective of energies, you'll notice that a lot of society today is very, masculine dominant energy. And that's not to say, I mean, it is true that most of the world is, you know, ruled by men, but it's also just to say that there are even females out there that are coming from a very masculine driven state, kind of like what I just said about being more of the doer, being more dominant, being more logical, which is a good thing. Neither energy is good or bad or better or more superior than the other. It just, we need to have more of a balance. And I think that honestly in life and in society and in reality and in a lot of the cultures we see masculine energy tends to be over projected over accounted for over used or over dominant really and feminine energy tends to be highly suppressed and just not as 
accepted, welcomed, or created space for. So while masculine energy is assertive and dominating, feminine energy tends to be more intuitive and like expressive where giving is a representation of our masculine energy receiving is a representation of our feminine energy where yin energy which basically correlates to feminine energy we have yang energy which correlates to masculine energy so feminine energy is more intuitive it tends to flow more it tends to express itself more it tends to be more about being able to receive energy being able to receive just, I guess, life. And whereas masculine energy is more about giving, more about putting out into the world, more about producing. I think that's also why it might be kind of common to see that feminine energy gets trumped so easily by masculine energy because masculine energy is more dominant and it is more about putting out rather than bringing in. So it can, it can start to get tricky when you talk about how feminine energy has been suppressed for so long because feminine energy doesn't need to be dominant. It just is. It just expresses. It doesn't have that sense of competitiveness. It doesn't have that sense of needing to basically be better or work harder or do more or produce more. It's all more about being more rooted, being more grounded, being more in tune, being more inward as opposed to outward. So where healthy feminine energy tends to be more playful, more surrendering to life, more flow-like, healthy masculine energy tends to be more safe, more assertive, like we've said, more in line with what your duty or your purpose is here on earth, which is why, again, like I feel like, you know, when I talked about how playing around with those energies or even just experiencing those energies in my own life, it's like I tend to go into that masculine energy because whenever I'm feeling some type of way, I'm just like, I'll just drive it all into my job. And I feel like my job is my duty. So my masculine energy comes out a lot more, you know, I'm more producer than I am feeler. But even that, I feel like just getting that balance, having the balance of both healthy energies of masculine and feminine energy in your life is pretty much in my opinion, what's going to give you that state of flow, that state of just genuine uh, contentment and happiness and balance in your life. So let's talk about the ways that we can actually start to embrace and introduce more feminine energy into our day-to-day -day living. The very first step or tip that I would give is to actively start to slow down. This was I guess the first habit that I started to include in my life in 2020, and I feel like it was mainly because the whole world was forced to slow down. And I think that that's caused a lot of us the ability to slow down our lives a little bit more too, even if it wasn't necessarily graceful or we didn't necessarily want to have to slow down our lives. A lot of us were introduced to life scenarios and situations that basically caused us to slow down, to stop moving so fast, to stop doing so much and to start being more, whether that was being with our families, being with ourselves, just in, in general, taking day-to-day -day life slower, getting back to kind of the basics of life. It's allowed us to embrace more feminine energy in our lives this year. So slowing down it gives you more time to be mindful about the things you're doing. It gives you more time to be attentive and conscious with the things you're doing and thus put more thought and feeling into the things we're doing. And when we do that, when we slow down, when we give ourselves the space to take our own time with things, it again, it allows us to, it doesn't mean that you're, you, you're not being productive or that you have to choose one or the other, you know, embracing feminine energy means you turn off your masculine energy. Again, 
again, it's just kind of more about bringing it back into balance so that we're able to actually live our lives in a way that is, it's truly just balance. It's in a way that is emitting just as much energy as we're getting back, that we're producing just as much as we're feeling or I guess consuming, but in a healthy way. The other thing that slowing down our lives allows us to do is to set healthier boundaries. And I think that this is something that we find or we notice, I'm saying we, but realistically, I just mean in general, I'm generalizing. But a lot of the times, do you ever find that, especially when you start getting into that good girl mentality that you know, you have to basically just be a good little girl all the time that it becomes very difficult to assert your boundaries or that people just don't take your boundaries seriously. And so this can become a, a problem because when you're trying to allow yourself to embrace more of your feminine energy, you kind of have to be able to put down boundaries. Otherwise your sense of giving your sense of nurturing can be, you know, it can, again, it's all just about balance. I don't want to say that anyone's going to be like a abusing your nurturing energy or your feminine energy, at least I hope not, but it's all about being able to slow down enough to put up boundaries, to be mindful, to be able to protect your energy as well. But again, that's not in a way that I'm saying you don't, that you need to like build a wall around yourself. You know, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to say something here. Just give me a sec. Slowing down, having the ability to really take things one thing at a time it gives you the opportunity to basically observe whether things are serving you or they aren't serving you and thus putting up boundaries with the things that are no longer serving you or do not serve you in some type of way. And doing that is embracing more of your feminine energy. It's nurturing and caring for yourself. It's embracing more life and making more space for your life, making more space for your experiences and allowing yourself to have the time to give your undivided attention to yourself, to your life, to the things that you're trying to do in your life and thus put more thought and care into those things. The second way that you can embrace your femininity or more feminine energy in your life is to take some more time to reflect. Now, again, with that whole idea that feminine energy is all about being, that includes the ability to reflect on what we're experiencing and thus like I said, kind of like consume the wisdom, consume the lessons, consume the energy that life is constantly giving us. So a really good way you can do this is clearly like journaling or writing in some kind of way, but you can also just reflect through meditation. You can reflect going for a walk. You can reflect. I feel like some of the best reflections I ever have are when I'm going on long drives or on trips or on airplanes. It's always when I tend to do my best deep thinking and reflecting. But again, that reflection, that space to reflect on your life, that space to I guess process your emotions, process how you're feeling about things, process what you're thinking about things is again, tapping into that more feminine energy, tapping more into your inner being, your inner self and allowing these experiences in life to really work its way through you. Another really good way that I, I feel like has helped me tap into my feminine energy a lot in the last two years now has been therapy. I preach my therapy all the time just because I feel like one, it's important to break the stigma that going to therapy isn't weird. It's actually quite amazing, but also two, because it's given me again, more space to reflect and to express myself in a way that includes other people and isn't just by myself. And I know that that's not maybe for everybody, but I do think that having a therapist and having you know, 
scheduled therapy sessions, it almost is like scheduling time for my feminine energy, scheduling time to be reflective on the things that I'm experiencing, on the challenges I'm facing, on the hardships that I'm working through. And through that, even when it is painful, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it feels really sucky, it's still a good chance to break into that feminine energy, that nurturing, caring, self-love type of energy and work with the things that are going on in my life instead of constantly feeling like I just need to like bulldoze through them. The third way that you can embrace more of your feminine energy is to introduce or embrace more flow in your life. And this is probably one of my favorite ways to really tap into my feminine energy. Mine in particular comes in the, in the form of yoga, which I really just kind of like to call flow and dancing. And this is two very easy examples of so many different ways that you can create flow in your life. You can have flow doing pretty much anything that basically taps your mind, body, and soul into the exact same thing at the exact same time. Dancing I find is one of the best things. And it's actually, you know, across the board, when you start looking into things like feminine energy, a lot of people agree that dancing is a really good way to do it because it taps into your body. And especially if you are a woman, when you work with your body, when you move your body, when you feel good in your body, that is like feminine energy to the top degree, you know, and it doesn't need to be this image of like feeling necessarily like sexy while you dance. Like you can do that if you want to, but it's literally just like, like yoga or flow or stretching or running or walking or dancing or playing soccer, painting, singing, none of these things necessarily. Like, I feel like, again, it's, it's been so deeply ingrained that to feel into your body or to be a woman or to like, even get into things like dancing, like we're so painted to just only have, I guess, the image of being sexy, but it doesn't have to be like a sexy dance. It can be a fun dance. It can be a, just a weird quirky dance that you want to do. Like, have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? I learned that dance once. And you know what? As much as it was Napoleon Dynamite, that was me tapping into my feminine energy because it was me and my body and my mind and my soul working together to learn that iconic dance. So flow is, like I said, it's basically taking your mind, body, and soul and syncing it together while you do some sort of action. And dancing is a great example of this, like throwing on some music in your bedroom, shut the blinds, nobody can see you, who cares? And just like listen to the music and let your body move. Don't move through your brain, move through your body and your body will start to kind of release this sense of flow and you'll feel it. You'll know when you're tapped into it because it'll just feel so in sync and doing that helps elevate that feminine energy and that connection between your mind, your body, your soul, and you and yourself. Basically moving your body in any kind of way that takes you out of your brain and brings you back into your body is taking you out of the doing and bringing you back into your being. So you can really have fun and explore with different ways to move your body in order to find a flow-like state. The fourth way that you can start to embrace more feminine energy in your life is to get more creative. So feminine energy is actually basically said to be like creation out of thin air. So when you're really tapped into your feminine energy is when you're being your most creative self. So there's a big difference between being creative and being productive, but these things can go hand in hand. Again, that's the balance of healthy feminine and masculine energy, but creativity in itself is feminine energy at its core. It's basically working with the things that you're seeing, the inspirations you have, the motivations you have, the things that the patterns you see in life, and then creating something out of it. And you don't necessarily have to be an artistic person to be creative. Every single thing you do down to the clothes you wear, to how you make your coffee, 
to your breakfast, to the lifestyle that you have created your own lifestyle, the life that you live right now, the lifestyle, the habits, the things that you do, the goals that you have, the dreams that you wish upon, you know, those are all creations. Those are all you being creative and pulling from life in order to basically adapt it to you. And so getting creative is something you can actually do in almost every single second of every single day. You're even creating your own thoughts, you know? So getting creative and I guess opening your mind and really embracing who you are and then taking life and using life like art is an amazing way to tap into your feminine energy. So we still have, wait, we've done four, right? Yes. So we still have six more ways of how you can tap into your feminine energy, but I'm just going to take a really quick mid-roll break to leave you guys with some of the messages from the Coffee Talk sponsors that brought you guys today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So the fifth way that you can start to embrace more feminine energy in your life is a fun one. And it is to 
basically start pampering yourself. Like I said earlier, feminine energy is all about receiving. And especially if you have underactive feminine energy, um, hi, I get you. I feel like it, it can become really hard to allow yourself to receive without feeling like you need to do something to receive it, to earn it in some kind of way. So when you make a habit out of pampering yourself or allowing yourself to be pampered by the people that love you, you're embracing more of your feminine energy. So this is where, you know, giving yourself like a nice loving bubble bath or going for a massage or doing your nails or doing your hair or playing with your makeup or playing with your clothes or, you know, get, getting a pedicure or pampering yourself can even go as far as doing a nice 12, 13 step skincare routine before you go to bed. You don't actually have to do that many steps. So you know what I mean? Like anything that you would label as a sense of pampering, a sense of feeling like you just are at ease while you're taking care of yourself and receiving just like I guess more elevated quality treatment, just better treatment of yourself and allowing yourself to give yourself that treatment or to go out and seek that type of treatment, like going and getting a massage or getting some sort of service done, you know? So another way that you can also pamper yourself though, is it doesn't have to be just physical. Like pampering yourself is listening to your favorite kind of music, eating some of your favorite meals, spending time with the people that you love, taking time out of your day to relax. All of these are receiving energy. It's receiving and keeping yourself open to the things that feel good in your life and doing that and allowing yourself to pamper yourself in the things that do feel good is tapping into your feminine energy. The sixth way that you can tap more into your feminine energy is to do something spontaneous. Now, I feel like this is one of my favorite ways to tap into my feminine energy because it's not always the most common one. You can't be spontaneous every single day or else it'd be really hard to get things done. But the times that I can think of where I've done something just so out of the whim or so spontaneous or so playful and just so fun are some of the funnest days I've ever had and some of the most just, I want to say refreshing, where it's just like after that, like, you know, those days where you climb into bed and you're just so tired because you had such an adventure that day that just felt so free. And then for like days or weeks afterwards, you're just in a different state of mind or a different state of being because you just feel so playful or almost kind of like your inner child again, you know? The idea of being able to surrender to the unknown, to feel supported by the universe, to be in trust and alignment with yourself that you can jump into life without needing to know exactly how it's, things are gonna turn out or exactly the outcome is embracing that feminine energy. It's not needing to feel in control of everything and instead surrendering to life and surrendering to the ability to have fun, to be spontaneous. Now, again, this is where I wanna just reiterate that balance is so important. It's not about like jumping and doing something absolutely spontaneously crazy. You still need a little bit of that masculine logic in there every now and then, but sometimes, you know, what's that song, Unwritten, where it's like, release your inhibitions, release your inhibitions, do something a little spontaneous, say what's on your mind, you know, take up space, do something you've wanted to do for so long and just do it. Like, don't think about it so much. And Sometimes that can cause us to crash and burn, but it also leads to really good lessons. And sometimes it ends up creating the pivots that we need in our lives because we were looking at things for so long through such a masculine point of view or such a kind of like a controlled state point of view that when we do sometimes just like 
let go of all of our rules and all of our whatevers and all of our, these things that hold us back and just kind of jump that we end up doing some of the most miraculous things in our lives. An eighth way to embrace more of your feminine energy is to take care of something. Now this can literally be anything you want. This can go from taking care of yourself to taking care of a plant family that you start growing in your house or your bedroom or your apartment. It can literally be showing up to take care of a friend when they're having a bad day. It can be taking care of a family member. It can be taking care of your apartment. It can be taking care of your car. It can be taking care of your hair. It can literally just be taking care of anything. But when we are in that state of caring, of compassion, of empathy, of, you know, just, I guess, showing up in support of whatever it is we're giving care to. That's one of the best ways to tap into our feminine energy. And I guess that's probably one of the most deeply rooted and like when you look at instinctual human behavior, especially if you are a woman, it is more it is more natural, I guess you might say. It's not always the case, but it is usually more instinctual for women or feminine energy to be expressed through giving care to things and taking care of things. Now, this is again where we border that line of like when you start to look at human history and like gender stereotypes that we start to see that like mothers or women are kind of expected to be the home caregivers and the stay at home moms. But I'm glad that we're starting to see those gender stereotypes change. And that's why it's like, it, it can be tricky sometimes that I feel like maybe, okay, what's a good example is like people that basically just be like, I'm not going to date anybody because I don't want to care for somebody. I don't want to allow myself to open up. I don't want to allow myself to be vulnerable or I don't want to have the responsibility of taking care of things. Like that is totally fine, but that is definitely tapping into that masculine energy. And I think that that makes sense when you start to look at the fact that a lot of the times when we kind of just, Oh, I have a, I have a coffee talk coming up. That's all about Disney princesses. And that's why I feel like I'm going down this wormhole right now where it's like, we are more than just the things that we care for. But at the same time, you know, not to quote Taylor Swift, but I'm going to quote Taylor Swift right now in the daylight song when she's like, you are what you love. And again, that is feminine energy in its purest form. It's like, you are what you give love to or have love for. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That was a weird tangent I just went on because I just feel like I want to be careful not to even create my own misogynistic stereotypes in today's video, but caring for things and taking care of things, it doesn't need to be a responsibility, but it is a really, really great way to tap into your feminine energy if it's something that aligns with you and it's something that you enjoy taking care of. And now I'm only realizing as I look at my notes that I skipped number seven. So let's go backwards a point. And number seven is connecting to nature. So you got to think of it this way. You know, when you think of nature, what do we call her? We call her mother nature. She is the one true number first one that didn't make any sense, but you get what I'm saying. She was the first mother. She is the holy grail of mothers. She is creation. She is life. She is the seed. She is mother nature herself. So when we take the time to connect with mother nature, when we start to connect with our bodies, our instincts, our uh, femininity in the sense of feeling the interconnectedness with things like trees, with animals, with nature, with weather. When we start to really embrace those things by just noticing them, by just creating space for them, by just creating awareness around them and more intimate time with them, that also helps us tap more into our feminine energy. It helps us tap into our motherly mother nature energy. So I have two more really important 
really good steps or tips or ways that you can embrace more feminine energy in your life, but I'm gonna tell you guys them right after this quick little break. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so let's get into the final two ways that you can embrace more feminine energy in your life. The very first one, or the technical ninth one in today's talk is probably one of my biggest, most important or favorites right now. And it is to speak your truth with a capital T, capital R, capital U, capital T, capital H again, because it's just like, I feel like this is where being 26, where I'm at in my own life, where it's like, I'm starting to lead into my later twenties and I'm feeling more into my authentic truth and releasing a lot of the fear I have around speaking and being and showing up within my authentic truth, which again is tapping more into your deep divine feminine energy. Especially when you are working with feminine energy, we are up against so many any deeply ingrained beliefs that vulnerability is weakness, that femininity is, you know, weakness, that you're a damsel in distress if you embrace your emotions or that you're crazy or that, you know, it's just like hormones and like all of these things that we label these actually beautiful feminine energies as, which I'm guilty of. I do it myself. But when we're able to actually express ourselves, that's when we are, and when we're actually able to be vulnerable, I think that's actually where true strength and courage lies. And that's where a lot of the times our masculine energy tends to start to fall short because we're not able to tap into our most authentic selves to speak our actual truths, to express our true feelings because it's too vulnerable. And so a lot of the times we end up kind of becoming our own downfall when we stay in our masculine energy because we're not able to soften around the things that might make us feel exposed. So by speaking your truth, you can do this again through writing, but literally it can just be in your day to day, like not being afraid to state your opinion if it is against anybody else's in the room, not being afraid to wear the clothes you want to wear, to wear your makeup and your hair the way that you want to, or not wear it at all, to do what you want to do to chase your dream, to become a firefighter, to become a writer, to become a painter, to become an athlete, to become whatever you want to, to just basically show up in the world and express yourself throughout the world or throughout your life in your deepest sense of truth. The beautiful thing about tapping into your feminine energy and specifically with embracing your truth or the truth about life in general is that 
we aren't actually able to grow and transform unless we're able to introduce our own truth and introduce our own feminine energy because that is what breaks down the walls that are stopping us from growing. It's what allows us to move through the energies that are keeping us trapped and locked. And so embracing your truth, tapping into your feminine energy, allowing yourself to speak your truth, and then to emote your truth without any sense of fear or filtering is what's going to basically allow you to break through those challenges and grow and evolve and then basically again balance out that masculine energy and the last and final way that you can actually start to embrace more of your feminine energy i thought that this one would just be a cool little one to just slide in here is that you can actually consume the divine feminine energy some of the ways that you can do this is there's specific foods that are known to be higher feminine you know, energetic quality, things like seeds in particular. So if you eat a lot of like pumpkin seeds or chia seeds, or why can't I think of any other seeds? Sunflower seeds, flax seeds, sesame seeds, fruits and vegetables, which also have seeds in them. Also things that have soy in them are actually known to give you more estrogen, more feminine energy. Dark rye breads, legumes, chickpeas, olives, olive oil, turmeric. These are all different ingredients that you can actually start to bring into your diet and bring into your lifestyle that'll actually help balance out a lot of the hormones and balance out a lot of the energetic masculine and feminine, but more feminine energies in your body. So this I think is really cool because this is where we start to, you know, basically walk that line of cosmic with, uh, is it espresso? Is it decaf? I would say decaf because I feel like decaf is us talking about cosmic things in a more scientific way or in a more logical way. Um, but it really is just, yeah, it's like this is where we start to walk that line of what can we scientifically prove, right? Because even though a lot of the times even just labeling testosterone and estrogen as masculine and feminine energy, but when those things are in different fluctuations within our bodies, we actually have different energies that we express, different energies that we start to experience and basically live our life through in our lives. So it is bordering that line. That was a really dumbed down version or explanation of how there actually can be physical representations of this feminine energy and of this masculine energy that we experience. But the cool thing about talking about cosmic brews in particular or getting more into the mystical side of life is that there are a lot of things that we probably won't ever be able to actually prove. And there are a lot of things that you can't see that we is up to you to believe. Um, but I am a big believer in walking the line of truth with not just seeing, but also feeling. So when you can feel energy, you know, when you think about the difference of feeling very emotional about something or feeling like you are expressing yourself in some way, or like you're caring, like you're deeply caring and nurturing for something versus the energy you feel when you're focused, when you're driven, when you have a goal, when you're just like, you know, zoned in on something. Those are two very different experiences in life. Like there's no denying that those two perspectives or experiences are very, very different, right? So even though you can't really see the difference, we can kind of agree. I mean, I can't speak for you, but I feel like I can agree that those two different things feel very different. So 
It's interesting. I want to know what you guys think about this topic down below. If you guys have ever done any type of research into masculine energy and feminine energy, if so, what are the things that you like to do to embrace more of your feminine energy? Do you like to write poetry? Do you like to drink a nice glass of wine in your bathtub? Do you, I don't know, like to cry sometimes? I do, even when I'm happy, even mostly actually lately when I'm really happy. I've been crying a lot lately, um, but also when I'm really sad, you know, just like little things like that. If there's anything in particular that you you want to share on the topic, please feel free to write it in the comment section. Aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's coffee talk. If you guys end up also trying any of these ways and feeling if they embrace more of that feminine energy in your life, I'd also love to know. And aside from that, I love you guys all the way to Proxima B and back and I'll talk to all of you guys in the next coffee talk. Bye guys. Angie's list is now Angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.